Welcome to the Instagram Stories Weekend Edition for January 21st and January 22nd. I'm your host, Daniel Hill. I was very excited because today I had scheduled an interview with Sarah Fryer, author of the book No Filter, The Inside Story of Instagram. Sarah was on my podcast two and a half years, almost three years ago when her book first released. She actually came on my podcast the first day the book was out, which to me felt like an absolutely huge deal seeing her on TV and then having her on my podcast the same day about a topic I felt very versed in. The book is excellent, but a lot of time has passed since she wrote the book and a lot has changed. The Facebook files, the growth of TikTok, tons of other things. So I wanted to have her back on the show. Unfortunately, the interview got rescheduled due to conflicts and that's just how life happens, unfortunately, but we're going to do it very soon. So I will have that for you as soon as humanly possible. But in the meantime, I wanted to share a clip from the past episode that we did. You can hear that after the break. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify. The global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. And we're back. Here's the clip from when I interviewed Sarah Fryer, author of No Filter, The Inside Story of Instagram. So Instagram... Unlike Facebook, unlike the Zuckerbergian grow at all costs, do things only if they affect millions of or tens of millions of people. Instagram grew by catering to its most famous users and trying to figure out what they needed. The the more famous users um, would see problems sooner than than other users because they just had a bigger bigger base that they were interacting with, and so. You know, Ariana Grande comes up at a party to Kevin Systrom, the head of Instagram, and tells him about uh, the bullying she's seen on Instagram. Um, wait, wait, one sec. Sorry to pause you on this story. Could you give us like a little time context of oh, where okay, that is okay. in the, is it like, you know, before it's bought, after it's bought? Like what, what point would you say? Sorry for putting you on the spot with that question. No problem. So, so around 2013, Instagram is first trying to foray into the celebrity world and really embrace them on on the site. And they have this party that's hosted by Ashton Kutcher and Guy Series, Siri, Madonna's manager. And Kevin Systrom is addressing this room full of, you know, all sorts of people, some of whom he doesn't even recognize. Um, and and they're all coming up to him and, and saying, hey, you know, nice to meet you. Let me talk to you about the app because it's just starting to become relevant in Hollywood. And one of the people that comes up to him who, by the way, he does not recognize her at first. She's this short brunette. Um, it's Ariana Grande. And, and she says that that she's worried about the level of bullying on Instagram and there's there are all sorts of examples of things that happen like that in my book. I mean, there's one instance where Miley Cyrus is threatened to quit Instagram because she doesn't like how transgender youth are treated on the platform. And so Instagram comes up with this whole plan of what to do about that. And they, they send a, a contingent of employees down to her Malibu home and they sit in her dining room and drink sodas and talk about um, 
a campaign that she could run on the at Instagram account to highlight certain transgender youth who are um, being bullied and, and really give them voice and visibility. And she agreed to stay on Instagram because of that. So it's all these little behind the scenes interactions that, that I was really fascinated by because I, I really, I don't see Facebook do anything similar. Uh, and when we're, when we're on the outside and we're looking at what Instagram has done, we don't necessarily recognize the power that the platform has around what bubbles to the top in our culture. And, and one of my favorite examples of this, uh, if you have time for another one. Yeah, please. This is what I want. This is exactly, to me, what the, the most fascinating... Well, there are other fascinating bits too, but please continue. <laughs> so one of my very favorite examples, there's actually a guy who's an employee at Instagram who keeps a spreadsheet of the best pet accounts. Like imagine having his job. He is trying to... <laughs> keep track of the the most entertaining pets because he he's running this feature called the weekly fluff and this is back in 2013 as well and every week he he features a pet and he tries to be really unbiased cuz he you know he understands his power so he's got a good mix of cats and dogs and and a good mix of purebreds and also a, adopted breeds but he really has a soft spot for awkward looking pets like like goats with their hind legs missing who have to go around on little wheelchairs and cats with their tongues sticking out the side. And he, he decides to highlight this dog called Tuna, um, which only has about 8,000 followers at the time. And right after he highlights Tuna on the Instagram account, the dog's following doubles overnight and then it doubles again. And, and, you know, morning shows are calling the owner, asking her to fly to the East coast to give interviews about her dog and people all from all around the country are just fascinated, mashable writes about her dog. And, and uh, suddenly overnight, this woman who like just had a, a really awkward looking uh, dog with like this huge overbite uh, has a, has this crazy economic opportunity. She actually ends up quitting her job as a interior designer and traveling the country to support the fan interest in her pet. And and so just it's just the whim of this one employee at Instagram who decides that this dog is cute. And suddenly this this woman it has fame on her hands. She has a book deal and now the dog has a couple of million followers. So that's the kind of power that Instagram has uh, around, you know, who wins and who loses on Instagram, which I, th- I found very fascinating. Okay, I'm going to stop the clip there. If you like what you are hearing, check out the rest of the episode. I will link to it in the show notes. And of course, I will keep you apprised of when I do a new interview with Sarah and post that as well. Be sure to come back on Monday for when we do Adam Osari's Ask Me Anything. He actually posted a ton of answers today. I don't know what's up with today. He did way more answers than normal. So come back on Monday and look for that. I'm not yet a member of the Instagram team, but my podcast covers many Instagram themes. But the name, image, logos, are trademarks are Instagram and the LCC in the USA and every territory. Everything I publish independently until Zuck returns my DMs and starts to pay my salary. Not sponsored or endorsed, no lies, no fallacies. I use their logo with permission. Not malicious or callously, no trademark violation, filling all criteria. Follow me on Instagram or Twitter at Daniel Hill Media.